Hello and welcome to another episode of Console Chronicles. I'm your host Stuart and join me this week as we change things up slightly and bring you the latest news and sales from this week. We're going to skip past the main topic for this episode as we are working on something super special and we cannot wait for you all to hear it. The last week or two of our lives has been super busy for both of us and we didn't want to leave you without anything so we decided that we'd release a mini episode covering the the best bits of the news if you like. So without further ado... And let's kick off the news of this week with something you're gonna hear a lot about over the next few weeks. That's right, it is Starfield, and Starfield has released to the world on Xbox and Steam. It's something I know we've been waiting years to get our hands on, and I'm sure that you guys are equally as excited. We will do a more in-depth analysis with our personal thoughts and feedback in a later episode, but I have gotten the opportunity to play through the first few hours this week, and all I can say is that if you're a Bethesda fan, at heart, you need to make sure you play this game. Even if you only trial it on Xbox Game Pass and test it out for a few hours, it's worth it. It does take a little while for you to find your feet, but you are immediately immersed into this beautiful world. Gameplay is solid. Combat is not as clunky as we reported when we reviewed the footage at Gamescom, so that's really promising. And overall guys, after about 8 hours of, of playtime, I can say it's the most fun I've had in a game since I played Zelda earlier this year. There's definitely some bugs, at least on the PC version, but thankfully nothing is game breaking. Most of them, in a typical Bethesda fashion, kind of add to the experience a little bit. Besides that, the game actually runs pretty smoothly and it's super similar to Skyrim or Fallout 4 and you'll instantly feel the nostalgia within a few hours of arriving in New Atlantis. One thing I'll say for those who are hesitant to pick it up is that you will be required to spend a lot of time in the menus. It's not the best experience and it does break that immersive feeling a little bit, but it doesn't make the game a bad game, at least in my opinion. Moving on to another new release that we're going to see in a few weeks is Payday 3, the sequel to Payday 2. And it's of course going to be the FPS where you lead a team of bank robbers through multiple different heists and encounters. And it's only two weeks away from launch. Launch date is September 21st and developers have revealed their first year's worth of DLC. Judging by the roadmap, which we will post on our socials, it looks like we're seeing a seasonal content rollout. Year 1 is subtitled The Bad Apple and it will contain four DLC packs including a pack called Syntex Error, which is scheduled to be released in Winter 23. Spring 24 will bring us Boys in Blue. Summer 24 will bring us The Land of the Free. And Fall 24 will round out the first year of content with Fear and Greed DLC. Now, the devs have promised at least four heists, four tailor packs, and four weapon packs across the game's first year. So it's a safe bet they'll be evenly spread across those four seasonal content packs. There's no word on standalone pricing for the DLC, but Payday 3 Gold Edition, which includes all its content, is priced at 90 US dollars. That's $50 more than the standard version of the game. They are currently hosting their open beta this weekend for Xbox and PC players. Unfortunately, no PS5 beta. The beta runs from Friday, September 8th, which was yesterday, all the way to Monday, September 11th. And it's going to end at 9 a.m. for Irish and UK listeners, 1 a.m. for my fellow West Coast listeners, and 4 a.m. for 
our East Coast listeners. Everybody else, I'm sorry, but you can work out the time difference. The beta is free to play on Xbox and PC, as I mentioned. Gamers can find it on Steam Store, and you can choose to request access. After a short while, you receive a confirmation email, and then you can download the beta. For Xbox users, you can download the Xbox insider app and visit the previews area and then select payday tree and you'll have the option to install the beta from there. I know for sure I'm going to be pausing my cross universe adventure to get a feel for what payday 3 has to offer and don't worry guys if you are not ready to break away from Starfield I'll report back next week on how it was. Moving on to some Nintendo news. The Legend of Zelda series producer and excuse my pronunciation Eiji Ionima we're gonna go with that but they have confirmed that there is no planned DLC for Tears of the Kingdom. In an interview for the latest issue of Famitsu, Eiji said that basically Nintendo's dev team feels like they've exhausted all possibilities pertaining to the gameplay in Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not gonna lie guys, I was a little disappointed when I first heard and read about this, but then again, they have created an incredible game and it's very easy to understand how they've exhausted all gameplay possibilities. I also, thinking back in hindsight, it's really nice to see a game come out with 100% of its content. Instead of releasing with 70-80% of content and then you have that extra 20-30% hidden behind a future DLC DLC paywall. You see it so much nowadays and honestly it's just refreshing to see a game developer want to give us everything they poured their heart and soul into right at launch. Don't worry if anything changes on this we will keep you updated and we're also going to bring you all the latest news and announcements as we do expect another Nintendo Direct to be held this month. Moving on and recently we brought you the news that Alan Wake 2 was being delayed slightly as October was piling up for game releases. This week a Alone in the Dark, which is a remake of the 1992 cult classic survival horror game, is delaying its release from October to January. The game developer said, and quote, To ensure a breathtaking experience for everyone, we've made the decision to move the release of Alone in the Dark to January 16, 2024. Now, nobody likes seeing games be delayed, but I think it's great that there's so many amazing games scheduled to be released during the latter part of 2023 that developers want to move their game back to ensure the play can have this great experience and not be distracted by other releases. Okay, to wrap up the news this week, Sony have announced and implemented their PlayStation Plus price increase. And honestly, I don't know what you guys think about this one, but this really, really pissed me off. So, Sony announced that the price hike was coming from September 6th, and prices were to increase as if we've all won the lottery overnight. It's ridiculous. Listen to this, everybody. So, for those of you who don't know, PlayStation Plus has three tiers. It has Essential, which is based basically online gaming, cloud storage, and a couple of monthly games. Extra, which also includes access to a few hundred PS4 and PS5 games. And then it has premium, which includes everything from essential and extra, as well as PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and PSP and Vita titles, and full game trials. Now, the 12-month subscription prices of PlayStation Plus Essentials have skyrocketed from $69.99 Canadian to $94.99 Canadian. And for our Irish listeners, that's €59.99 to €71.99. Absolutely insane, but wait, it gets so much worse, guys. PlayStation Plus Extra prices have gone from $114.99 Canadian, and that's €99.99, to $154.99 Canadian, and that's €125.99. Insane! And it 
again, it gets worse. Premium. And prep yourselves for this, everybody. It's gone from an already eye-watering 139.99 Canadian, which is 119.99 euros. Sony have the audacity to put this to 189.99 dollars or 151.99 euros. And yes, you did hear me right. Nearly $200 a year for a premium subscription. And now, I know everybody's asking, what improvements are we seeing with all these price increases? What day one games are we going to be able to get our hands on? Well, the answer is nothing. We're not getting any improvements for this price increase. Sony have come out and said that this increase is necessary to quote, enable us to continue bringing high quality games and value added benefits to your PlayStation Plus subscription service. Now, I call BS on this. And compared to other subscription-based services, this is daylight robbery. Honestly, honestly, we have spoken before about the dangers of having digital property on the podcast. And this is exactly what we might have in store in the future as we rely more and more on subscriptions and digital content that we don't own. No doubt this is going to come up in a bigger topic later down the line on this podcast, guys. But in order to save everyone a little bit of frustration and some time, I'm going to move on to the sales of the week. So kicking off our sales of the week this week on Steam, we have Dying Light 2, which is a first person post-apocalyptic open world adventure game where parkour and combat skills are your key to survival. It's the sequel to 2015's Dying Light, which to this day is one of my all-time favorite zombie games. I would say if you're a big fan of the genre, pick it up and continue right where you left off with Dying Light 1. It has some gameplay improvements, some new tools and some weapons, and a beautiful new world to explore. It's on sale right now for 50% off. That means that it's selling for 39.99 Canadian or 29.99 euros. For our Xbox listeners, if you have no interest in Starfield, don't worry, we got you covered. We have Hellblade Sonoa's Sacrifice on sale for a whopping 85% off. It's currently on sale for 449 euro and 599 Canadian. This action adventure game is inspired by Norse mythology and Celtic culture and it follows a warrior, Sonoa, who must make her way to Helheim by defeating otherworldly entities in order to rescue the soul of her dead lover. It's a beautiful game and for this price you really can't go wrong, especially with the sequel scheduled to be released next year. For our Nintendo listeners, this week we have Immortals Phoenix Rising, another game that's selling for 85% off and it's available right now for 8.99 euro or 11.99 Canadian. This open world adventure tells the story of Phoenix, a mortal who in order to rescue his brother must stop the evil typhoon after he escaped from the underworld. It's a quite large open world game which pulls inspiration from Greek mythology. For me, it kind of felt like the game was trying to be a Zelda game while unsuccessfully being a Zelda game. It's difficult to describe. It's a bit of fun. It's on sale for pretty cheap, so you're not going to be too frustrated with what you get for your money. But if you're going in expecting Zelda or Greek Zelda, it's not going to meet your expectations there. This week, 
for PlayStation listeners, we have Sifu, a third-person kung fu action game where you seek out revenge for your family who's been assassinated. It's on sale right now for 50% off, and it's selling for $26.74 Canadian, because we love those weird prices, or €19.99. I haven't played this game myself, but I have heard great things, and it was nominated for Best Action Game, Best Fighting Game, and Best PlayStation Game of 2022, as well as Best Action Game and Animation in 2023. That's it for this week, folks. Thank you for those who tuned in, and thank you for your endless support. We really, really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter at Console Chrome Pod, on Facebook and Instagram at Console Chronicles Podcast, or you can contact us directly by email at info at consolechronicles.net. So, thanks once again for sticking around, guys. Stay tuned next week as we resume our normal agenda and we bring you our thoughts on Starfield and Payday 3 Beta. And boy, you're not gonna wanna miss this one. Take it easy, everyone.